The following program is a presentation of Grand Slam Ministries. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Dan Scott Show, presented by Grand Slam Ministries. This is our 12th episode. Extremely blessed and honored to have you joining us again this week. And uh, as I say every week, being the eternal optimist, I've got a good one for you today. We are going to be visiting with an evangelist by the name of Rick Gage. He has an organization called Go Tell America, and here in our area of upstate South Carolina, April 30th through May 3rd, he is going to be bringing a four-night crusade to the area, and we're going to be talking about that. So while that part is specific to this particular area, there's a lot of what he says. In fact, the vast majority of the interview is going to be applicable to everyone who is listening. And at the end, he's going to tell you how you can get in touch with his organization if you feel like you have a need for one of these crusade outreaches in your area. We'll talk more about Rick Gage coming up in just a moment. Want to give a huge shout out and a welcome this week to our latest new affiliate, Kau Radio. On the big island of Hawaii is joining us. Right now, it is an online-only station, but soon it will be an over-the-air radio station on the big island of Hawaii. Thank you to Tim Reed for reaching out and being willing to uh, pick up the show and carrying it. And We're looking forward to continuing to spread the influence as we talk about stories of God working in the lives of men and women everywhere. And that is the premise of the show week in and week out. We have some great guests lined up over the course of the next three or four weeks. I will try to remember to preview that a little bit at the end of the program. But first, I want to go ahead and let you hear something about Grand Slam Ministries and then get right into this conversation with evangelist Rick Gage. So don't go anywhere. We'll come right back and get into this week's interview with Rick Gage. Stay with us. Grand Slam Ministries exists to glorify Jesus Christ in multiple ways through this radio show and its accompanying online, digital, and video components through our sister websites, danscottshow.org and grandslamministries.org and through furthering our core missions, mentorship, and providing food and other necessities to children. None of this is possible without your prayers and support. By making a gift to Grand Slam Ministries today, you'll not only help this program remain on this radio station, you'll help us grow our family of stations, allowing us to bring stories of God working in the lives of men and women everywhere to a larger audience. And at the same time, your gift will help us in the initial launch of those core mission programs. Grand Slam Ministries is in its infancy. We need your support. Will you help us today? Visit our website 
at grandslamministries.org and prayerfully consider a one-time or monthly gift today. Above and beyond anything else, please pray for our ministry. Thank you and God bless. Want to see a listing of our affiliates? Check out videos or listen to past shows and explore our archives? It's all available at our website, danscottshow.org. And now, back to the show. Hi, welcome back to this week's edition of the show. Who doesn't love a good blues riff? bringing you back in that's good stuff you know what else is good stuff people who are called by god to share the good news of jesus christ and that is what rick gage has been doing since uh, the mid-1980s he is an evangelist who lives in the greater atlanta area his organization is called go tell america the website is gotellcrusades.com and as mentioned, he is coming to the upstate of South Carolina for a four-night crusade April 30th through May 3rd at Municipal City Stadium in Liberty, South Carolina. So while small parts of this interview are specific to that crusade, I, I want to again encourage you to listen because the vast majority of what he's going to say, including the sharing of his testimony and how God called him in to this life's work, is something that we can all apply to our lives no matter where we are listening from. And again, at the end, there will be some information. If you feel the uh, the tug to uh, maybe talk to Rick and his group about bringing a crusade to your area, no matter where it is in the country, no matter where it is internationally, they do both. And we're looking forward to seeing where God leads him next. But we began this conversation by referencing the similarity between what Rick and his organization does to what Billy Graham did for years and years and years, over six decades of ministry, in fact. And it all comes down to, at the very beginning of this thing, preparation. Here's what Rick had to say. Oh, you're exactly right. And you're uh, correct when you said that Billy Graham, back in his heyday would go into these large cities, whether it be Houston or Dallas or St. Louis or Portland, wherever he may go. And he would send a team into that city and start preparing for that, you know, five night, eight night campaign, uh, you know, for so nearly two years. Uh, I, I've met several of his crusade leaders over the years, and uh, they would all say that the key and the success of the spiritual impact that Dr. Graham had all over the world was the, was the preparation, uh, part of the, uh, of, of the, of the events. So yeah, uh, again, preparation is crucial. And, uh, I, I like to remind folks that prayer is part of preparation. In fact, if, if Dr. Graham were living today and he were, and if he was in the room today meeting with the leadership there in Pickens County, the Tri-County area, he would tell everybody in that room the three greatest things you can do for this campaign that's coming up April 30 through May 3rd would be, number one, pray. Number two, pray. And number three, pray. 
that would be the uh, advice that he would give Dr. Graham. And again, prayer is part of preparation. And Dan, we can tell when our crusade team comes into a town, we can tell if the people of God that's been involved in this campaign for the last six months, 12 months in preparation, we can tell if the people of God have been praying. And so that will be obviously the key. Uh, and I know that Rick Hayes and his team are, uh, have a strong strategy and they've already begun, uh, prayer rallies and prayer events, uh, throughout the region, getting ready for this April 30th campaign. But, uh, uh, preparation, as you mentioned, is is crucial in the success of these type outreaches. Well, and, and this interview is going to be kind of the kickoff of the publicity blitz that's going to be uh, ramping up over the course of the next uh, week to 10 days. So people are going to know about this crusade. And, and as you said, when, when you get a bunch of God's people together praying over something like this, if it's his will, there's nothing that's going to hold it back. So we're looking forward to seeing how. And when you start the publicity, Dan, as you well know, brother, uh, it starts within the family of God. Yes. So if you've got 30 churches, 50 churches, 80 churches involved in a evangelistic outreach event, uh, you're starting inside of those churches and all the lay people that, uh, attend those Sunday services, uh, the, the pastors from their pulpits, they're promoting the campaign. They're showing, you know, little 60 second video clips about the campaign. They're encouraging their people to get involved in the campaign. Here's opportunities for you to use your gifts and your talents, whether it be on the prayer team, the counseling follow-up team or the publicity team or the youth team, et cetera. So Many, many months out, you get the uh, family of God out of all the participating churches serving on all these teams, and then it just grows from there. Everybody has a circle of influence. Your circle of influence may have four people. Your circle of influence may have 50 people. It, it may be more, but every person has a circle of influence, and so as every church member that's involved in this campaign is, is promoting the campaign through their circle of influence, then that publicity and that promotion and the, those announcements, uh, the vision for the campaign is just going to continue to grow. And then when you start running ads, whether it be newspaper ads or TV ads or radio spots, billboards, well, the people that see those ads, they can say, Hey, you know, somebody told me about that. I, I see that that's coming uh, in the area soon. And so it grows from within, then it grows out, if you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. We're going to pause here. We're going to circle back to it at the end of the interview, but I want to to kind of introduce people to Rick Gage here on this week's edition of, of the Dan Scott Show and, and talk about your life a bit and, and how you got to this point. And uh, if I remember correctly from, from the breakfast that you and I had uh, with, with David Abernathy, one of the co-chairs of this event, going back a month or so ago, uh, you and I share something in common. We both have a preacher for a father. Correct. My dad got saved in the 1950s. He grew up as an unchurched uh, kid, uh, grew up in a dysfunctional, broken home, was involved in the gang life and drugs and crime and prostitution, et cetera, on the north side of Houston. And his father got saved as a result of two uh, Baptist laymen that came, knocked on his door, led him to Christ one day. 
and they were out of the Melrose Baptist Church, and the the church that those two laymen were out of uh, were having a church revival. And so my grandfather went to my dad, Freddie Gage, and said, Freddie, I want you and Barbara to come to this church revival. And my dad laughed at him and said, I ain't going to no church revival. And my grandpa said, yes, you are. Or we're going to fight all over north side of Houston. I had been told every time they got in the fight, my grandfather won. He <laughs> he grew up he grew up on the on the uh, Houston Ship Channel. He grew up in bars and fights and worked on the Houston Ship Channel. But when he got saved, man, he got turned on for Jesus. And like I said, uh, those two laymen that led my grandpa to Christ. Their church was having revival. So my dad and mom, to make a long story short, they showed up on a Sunday night. They sat in the back of, an, of the church auditorium, packed out local church Sunday night revival. And uh, one of the staff members of the local church told the evangelist, Dan Vestal Sr., uh, they told the evangelist, uh, Freddie Gage is in the house. And if Freddie Gage were to get saved, Maybe the whole north side of Houston might get saved. And to make a long story short, my dad and mom both gave their hearts to Christ that Sunday night. And it wasn't long uh, after my dad's conversion experience, he started uh, uh, traveling with the evangelist who led him to Christ and sharing his testimony. And he went back to the crowd that he used to run with and began to share what God had done in his life. And it began to reach a lot of that underworld crowd to Christ. And God made it very clear to my dad that, uh, that he had a gift, he had a calling and he surrendered to, uh, be an evangelist in Ephesians four eleven evangelist. And that was back in the fifties, Dan. And so my dad, uh, took off like a rocket after he got saved and began to tell the story, what God had done in his life. And uh, back in the 60s and 70s, he kind of was labeled as the Billy Graham of the South. And, uh, in fact, my dad was the first evangelist to ever speak in the public schools across the country uh, doing school assemblies. Of course, back in those days, you could talk about Jesus in the schools. Right. We've been speaking in the schools, Dan, since 1986, but our message doesn't have anything to do with religion. It has to do about being winners in the game of life and making wise choices and wise decisions and, you know, taking a stand against anything that could ruin or destroy your mind, your body, your future, uh, et cetera. So Freddie uh, was uh, was an evangelist for some 50 years. He saw, he saw a million souls come to Christ under his evangelistic ministry during those 50 years. And uh, so I was raised up, Dan, uh, like you in a Christian home, I was raised up in Bible believing churches. I was, uh, raised up around godly, uh, spiritual leaders and great men of God. We grew up in a little town right outside of Houston, Texas called Friendswood, Texas. Back then it was just a small, it was a little small, uh, Pickens, Pickens, South Carolina type town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course today it's part of greater Houston, just like Pickens is part of greater Greenville. But anyhow, uh, when I was eight years of age, I walked down the aisle one Sunday morning and the pastor took my little hand and leaned over and shared a few words with me and prayed with me. And he handed, handed me off to a lady that had a clipboard with a card on it. She helped me fill out that card. And after the service, 
everybody came by and they shook my hand. They said, we're so happy for you, Ricky. We'll be praying for you. And I showed up that night with an extra change of clothes and went through what's called water baptism. And man, for nearly, you know, 18 years of my life, I was good. I thought, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. And, uh, I tell these teenagers all over the country, when I became the age, a lot of these kids that are in junior, junior high and high school and even college, I said, man, there wasn't anything different between me and my classmates or, or my teammates that I played ball with. And I went to the same parties they went to and man, I talked like they talked and I cussed like they cussed and I partied like they partied. And, and, uh, I guess the only thing that was different from a lot of those, uh, friends of mine, I'd be in church on Sunday and most of that crowd wouldn't be. Yeah. I was going to say, Rick, like any good preacher's son, you resisted, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I know I, I did. Or, <laughs> or you can, or you can call it rebel. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I get out of high school, Dan, I go off to college, you know, you're, couple hundred miles away from home and you know your mom and dad's not there on sunday mornings to knock on your dorm room door and say hey ricky it's time to get up and get ready for sunday school and church man you go off to college you can sleep in well for four years i slept in on god i had no desire to get up on god's day and go hear god's man preach god's book to god's people that wasn't where my heart was at back during that period of time in my life man my heart was full of the world uh, my heart was full of sin. My heart was full of self. I get out of college after playing four years of college football, and I go into the coaching profession. Man, all I know is football. So I go into the coaching profession, and I find myself at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. And uh, my heart and my life, Dan, was a million miles away from God, living a lifestyle of sin. And my dad told me that a dear friend – of our family, an evangelist by the name of James Robinson was going to be preaching in a church there in Lubbock. And my dad encouraged me. My dad wanted me to go hear this friend of the family preach. And I'd heard James preach before when I was a junior high kid, I went to one of his, one of his stadium crusades in Pasadena, Texas. So I knew who James was. He was a friend of my, my dad. In fact, my dad helped him get started as a young teenage preacher boy, uh, back in the sixties. So make a long story short, I went on a Sunday night, January 15, 1984, to an Assembly of God church there in Lubbock, Texas, to hear James Robinson, the evangelist, preach that Sunday night. I was late getting to the service, and I walked into an auditorium that was packed out to capacity. I mean, standing room only. When was the last time using a local church on a Sunday night? It's standing room only. And that was the picture that I walked into that night. I was able to squeeze in the very back, in, 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 in the back pew of that auditorium. And I heard a man of God preach a powerful, penetrating sermon that Sunday night on the subject of repentance. And God used that sermon that night to reveal to my heart and to my mind that I was lost. I was undone. Rick, you might be religious, but you're lost. And if you don't commit and surrender your life to me tonight, you'll have no more chances. That's how loud the Spirit of God spoke to my heart that night. And I'd had many chances before that night to get my life right with God. But so many times during those tight moments, the attitude of my heart was, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to surrender yet. I'm not ready to, to give up my parting or my lifestyle. But hey, God, when I get ready, I'll come. 
Well, I've since learned now for nearly 40 years ago, you don't, you don't come when you're ready. You come when he's ready because the Bible teaches no man can come to the father unless the spirit of God draws him. And that night, my friend, when that altar call was given, Dan, I made a beeline to that altar. I'm 25 years old. I'm a football coach at Texas Tech. I'm climbing the coaching professional ladder thinking that someday I'm going to be the next Dabo Sweeney. And on my knees at that altar that night and many others who responded to the call of God as well that night, I am weeping and I'm broken over the sin that's in my life in, in my life and realizing for the first time, Dan, that it was my sin that nailed Jesus to the cross. And I experienced on my knees that night godly sorrow. The scripture declares in Second Corinthians chapter seven that godly sorrow produces repentance, which leads to salvation. And that night I'm here to tell you unashamedly, Dan, Salvation came to my soul that Sunday night as a 25-year-old football coach, January 15, 1984, and I have never gotten over it. And I went home that night, called my parents long distance, told my parents what God had just done. They rejoiced. I called my three brothers. They rejoiced. Stayed up that morning uh, or that night to about 3 o'clock in the morning reading my Bible. And for the first time, the Word of God became life to my soul. I could, I, I fell in love with the author of the Bible and his name is Jesus. And the next morning I walked into the football coach's offices there at Texas tech and began to share with all those coaches, what God had just done in my life. I went out to the weight room and told our strength coach, who was a very dynamic committed Christian played football for the New York jets and uh, was very involved in fellowship of Christian athletes. And, man, I wanted Mike to know what God had just done in my heart. Man, he rejoiced and prayed with me in his office and introduced me to a Bible study that he was involved in every Wednesday with a group of men who had a passion for the Word of God. They had a passion for lost souls. And uh, he said, I want you to get plugged in. I said, Mike, you tell me when and where I'm there. And he said, Dan... He said, we get together every Wednesday morning at 3 a.m. And I said, 3 a.m.? You guys take this seriously, don't you? Well, the following Wednesday morning, Dan, I'm inside of a home with a group of men who had a passion for the Word of God. They had a passion for lost souls. And I can't even begin to tell you the impact that those Wednesday morning Bible studies had uh, uh, in my life. And it wasn't long after my conversion experience, I left Texas tech and started traveling with my evangelist father. And it was the first time that I was really on the inside of my dad's ministry and began to understand what he'd been doing all these many years as a full-time, uh, traveling evangelist. And during that spring of 84, uh, traveling with my dad, I still had an itch uh, to get back into coaching, to find a coaching job, et cetera. And to make a long story short, Liberty University had just hired a new head football coach. In fact, he was on the staff uh, with Dow Sheely. Dow was the head football coach at uh, Richmond University in Richmond, Virginia. And I knew Dow through uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And I called Dow and I said, hey, Dow, I want to come up. And I want to interview for that wide receiver position 
I understand you just lost your wide receiver coach who became the head coach at Liberty University. He said, Rick, I've already given that job to, to a man, but I want to recommend you to my man who just got the head job at Liberty. So I flew up to Lynchburg, interviewed with the new head coach in May of 84, and he hired me on the spot to come and coach the running backs. So I moved from Texas to Virginia to coach the running backs at Liberty, the institution that Dr. Jerry Falwell Sr. started back in 1971. And here I was in the middle of a worldwide evangelistic ministry that was touching the world for God through a little mountain town called Lynchburg, Virginia. And his dream was to build Liberty University to be what Notre Dame is for the Catholic kid, what BYU is for the Mormon kid. He wanted Liberty University to be the same for the evangelical kid. So I'm right in the middle of this worldwide evangelistic uh, vision and ministry coaching the running backs at Liberty University. And during those two years coaching the running backs at Liberty, I lost the ambition and the fire for coaching. And God had made it clear to me, Dan, that he was calling me to the gospel ministry, to preach the gospel of Christ. And somebody, somebody may say, well, how do you know God was calling you? I'll tell you exactly what Manly Beasley, who's in heaven today, said when I sat down in his living room in uh, January of 1986, I said, Brother Manley, how can a young man know for certain he's been called to preach the gospel? And here's what Manly Beasley, the man of God, said. He said, Rick, if God's calling you to preach the gospel, you'll be miserable doing anything else. And he was right. Yeah. And so it uh, wasn't long after that that I turned in a resignation at Liberty. Uh, Dr. Jerry Falwell Sr. had given me a scholarship to go through their seminary there at Liberty, which I did. And so in 1986, Dan, I answered God's call to be an Ephesians 4.11 uh, evangelist. And since 1986, we've been traveling all over the world, proclaiming the gospel, trying to do all that we can to help advance uh, the kingdom of God. And we do that through the Billy Graham-type crusades. You made reference to the Associated Press uh, article. They uh, covered us in our Pikeville, Kentucky crusade many years ago, and the story went nationwide, and they kind of labeled us as the Billy Graham of small town. So what Billy Graham did for more than 60 years around the world in the large cities and the large stadiums and the large venues is what we do, but in small towns, rural America. We believe the people in small towns uh, need Jesus just as much as people in big towns need Jesus. I live here in the greater Atlanta, Georgia area. And the problems that we have here in greater Atlanta, I guarantee you have right there in Pickens County, Oconee County, Anderson County, and those surrounding areas. So we have basically taken the Billy Graham model and, uh, and, 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 and we're, we're applying that, that model to rural America all over this country. And we're seeing great results and great spiritual Im impact. And we have seen tens of thousands come to Christ over these last 30-plus years doing these evangelistic campaigns. In addition to that, we started a youth camp ministry in 1989, and we've seen over 110,000 teenagers come through our summer camps. And by the way, this crusade that we're bringing to the Tri-County area of South Carolina is a direct result of a church in that area that brought their kids 
to our go tell camp over in Tacoa, Georgia, a few years ago. And the camp had such a huge impact on those kids' lives that that church there in y'all's area where uh, Bobby Stewart is the senior pastor, they're the ones that help open the door for us to bring this go tell crusade to, uh, to the Tri-County area. You never know how God is going to work and what he's going to use to open a door. We're visiting with, with Rick Gage, the evangelist from Go Tell America, who is coming to the upstate of South Carolina for the Tri-County Go Tell Crusade, uh, which will be held April the 30th through May the 3rd, 7 p.m. each night at Municipal City Stadium in Liberty, South Carolina. We'll get back to that when we get uh, toward wrap-up mode here in just a little bit. But, you, you know, it's intriguing. Number one, I, I've heard my dad tell the same story about being miserable until he relented to the call to preach. And I, I think as a as a 21-year-old man or 22-year-old man, he, he dodged it for a year or two before he just couldn't get away from it anymore. So, so I've heard that story. But the other thing I've heard people say is – and, and you talked about a God who, who pursues and, and, and what the Bible says about a God bringing people to himself. I've heard it said that in order to get people saved, many times you have to convince them that they're lost, especially, right. especially in today's world. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, you can't be saved until you realize that uh, you need a Savior. And uh, I, I think of the passage there in John chapter 3, you know, the Bible says that Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. He was a very devout religious leader. I mean, he was in Sunday school. He was in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. He went to the prayer meetings. He was a very devout religious man, but he went to Jesus and wanted to know uh, what does it mean to be born again? And, of course, Jesus told him, unless a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And uh, uh, Jesus tells us what his mission was here on earth. Luke Luke 19.10, Jesus said, The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. I was in a a conference meeting here a couple years ago when everybody was cooped up in their homes uh, during COVID. And uh, uh, the leadership of the North American Mission Board stated that today we have 72 million Gen Zers in America. Uh, a Gen Zer kid is that kid that's about 10 years of age to about 25 years of age. Dan, you've got a bunch of Gen Zers right there in the Tri-County area. you got Gen Zers over there at Clemson. you got Gen Zers over there at the high schools and the middle schools. you got Gen Zers over there at Anderson University. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. And uh, they said in that conference, out of that 72 million Gen Zers in America, 57 million right now today are lost without Christ. So just within that one demographic, we have a major, large mission field. And the passion and the goal of this evangelistic campaign that's coming to y'all's area April 30th through May 3rd is to reach a large per- portion of that uh, uh, that Gen Z population. Uh, we want to do everything we can as we partner with all the Bible-believing churches in that region to reach the unsaved. Y'all's area is no different from any other area in America. 
And I'm safe to say that some 85% of that region of South Carolina is unchurched, lost. So we know the need, the spiritual needs are enormous. And uh, we just counted a great honor, Dan, to come into areas like like the Tri-County area and partner with all the Bible-believing churches coming together as the family of God, working together in unity for the sole purpose of reaching the unsaved. And, and I want to remind your listening audience, there's nothing more dear to the heart of God than the salvation of sinners. And uh, Jesus uh, tells us in his word in Luke chapter 15, verses 7 and 10, there's only one thing that causes heaven to rejoice and shout. And that's when a sinner repents of their sin and places their faith and trust in Almighty God. And that's what this campaign's all about. You know, it's interesting. You talk about Gen Z and the number of young people in this country who need Christ. Uh, yesterday afternoon, my wife, Angela, and I went and, and saw a, a matinee showing of the new movie Jesus Revolution, which I think has caught Hollywood completely by surprise at, at how well it's been received. And it tells the story, of course, uh, of what transpired in California among the hippie movement in, in the late 60s and early 70s, and all of those young people coming to Christ. And, and it, it's just an incredible, incredible movie. And, and I have said for a long time, Rick, if this country is going to have another spiritual awakening, it's going to start with the young people. And those numbers that you just talked about, I think, bear that out. My question to you is, do you believe this country has another spiritual awakening in it. I do, and we're beginning, Dan, to see pockets of these awakenings and revivals. Uh, of course, you're aware of what took place uh, nearly two months ago over in uh, Asbury uh, uh, College there in Kentucky. Right. And uh, I saw that same movie that you just made reference to. I know Greg Laurie. I'm a friend of Greg's. And uh, – uh, I mentioned my dad back in the 50s and 60s. My dad had a ministry for all the hippies back in the 60s and 70s, early 70s. Uh, he had a home uh, there in downtown Houston, Texas. And, man, they would hit the streets uh, where these hippies hung out in, 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 in Houston. And he had a home for those hippies. But, man, they were reaching hippies all over that part of the uh, of the country back during that period of time. And I do believe, Dan, that we are going to continue to see an awakening and a revival among the younger generation in these months and years ahead. If, Jer if, if Jesus delays his return, I do with all my heart believe that we're going to continue to see revival and awakening in areas across this nation. God knows we need it. And, man, my prayer is it may begin in Pickens County, South Carolina, April 30 through May 3rd. But uh, the, the, the need has never been greater, and uh, we want to do all that we can to help impact uh, families and homes and lives and young people, parents, moms, and dads. You know, one of the outreaches, as you well know, Dan, is we've been doing school assemblies since, uh, I guess, since 86. We've addressed about 2 million kids. Uh, in the public schools across the nation as well as overseas. And when we go into these high schools and these middle schools across the country, all we're trying to do is reinforce what the school system's already trying to accomplish uh, in the area of, you know, character uh, 
education and helping remind these kids that uh, that you were born to be winners in the game of life and challenging these kids to make wise decisions and wise choices. Many years ago, when I first got started speaking in the public schools, I heard Lynn Bias's mother speak in Morristown, Tennessee. Now, the younger generation, they don't remember who Lynn Bias was, but you remember who Lynn Bias was. Yeah, especially since I was a Celtics fan back in the day. And he was the Celtics' number one draft choice out of Maryland. And he went out one night with some of his buddies to uh, celebrate that big contract that he had signed. And they pulled out some cocaine. Well, man, his heart exploded and he died. And his mother got on the uh, speaking circuit. And I heard her speak to a group of junior college students in Morristown, Tennessee. And I will never forget the words that came out of her mouth. She said, God took my son to wake up the youth of America. And here was a young man who had a bright, bright future in front of him, just signed a big multi-million dollar contract uh, with, with, with the uh, uh, Boston Celtics. I think he had just signed one of these big tennis shoe deals. I mean, the guy was an instant multi-millionaire back during that day. But that's just one example of hundreds, maybe thousands that we could share and uh, we go into these schools, Dan, and remind these kids, don't do anything that's going to ruin or destroy your future. The greatest days of your life are not behind you. The greatest days of your life are in front of you. We're visiting with Rick Gage on this week's edition of the Dan Scott Show. He will be uh, hosting the uh, Tri-County uh, Go Tell Crusade coming up on April 30th through May 3rd in Liberty at the Municipal City Stadium in downtown Liberty, South Carolina. Rick, we've got about five minutes left. What are people going to experience when they come to this crusade in Liberty? Well, the services, Dan, begin nightly at 7 p.m. Sunday night, April 30th through Wednesday night, uh, uh, May the 3rd. Uh, for the older generation, just picture in your mind a Bill Graham type crusade that we've all have seen on, on, on television over the years. Uh, you'll hear dynamic music. The Jason Lovins band will be with us, uh, each night as a worship band. Uh, you're going to hear dynamic speakers and testimonies. Uh, in addition to me speaking, you'll be hearing from Ken Freeman, who's, a uh, uh, extremely gifted Ephesians 4:11 evangelist. Uh, Ken is also one of the most dynamic school assembly speakers in America. And uh, Ken's been serving with us and traveling and working with us for probably some nearly 15 years. He actually got saved under my dad's ministry uh, in the early uh, 70s. My dad conducted a local church uh, crusade in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, Ken's a victim of nine broken homes. I mean, his story is going to blow your mind. And he's going to be speaking uh, on Tuesday night of the campaign. Adrian Dupre uh, is going to be speaking on Monday night of the uh, of, of the crusade. Adrian played his football, Dan, at Furman University. Uh, he's very involved with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He was the team chaplain uh, for South Carolina football team under Lou Holtz and also under Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier's wife said about Adrian Dupre, she said, Adrian, your ministry here at South Carolina football 
has changed my husband's life. That was Steve Spurrier's wife's exact words. And so Adrian will be with us uh, 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 on Monday night of that week. And then a godly, anointed, gifted uh, young lady, uh, her name is Chittima. She's part of the uh, Passion Worship Team here in Atlanta. And she's going to be with us on Tuesday night, and she's going to bless uh, you with her gifted voice and music ministry, et cetera. Oh, she's going to blow so, people away. You shared that video in a text with me and a couple of others earlier today. Uh, yeah, she <clears throat> she's extremely gifted. So we got a great lineup, Dan. <clears throat> and then uh, uh, Wednesday night is our big youth emphasis night, and we're going to have a big free pizza blast for all the young people uh, in the Tri-County region and opportunity to – <clears throat> for youth groups and youth leaders to bring their uh, their young people and to use that Wednesday night as an outreach event to bring your uh, unsaved uh, classmates and teammates, et cetera. So, and then uh, April 1st, Dan, we're having a pre-Crusade student rally at 6.30 p.m. at the Rock Springs uh, Baptist Church there in Easley, South Carolina. So that's going to be taking place coming up here in less than two weeks. So all the youth groups, local churches, student pastors, youth workers, youth leaders, get your young people to the pre-Crusade Youth Rally April 1st uh, at 6.30 p.m. there at Rock Springs Baptist Church. Rick, before we wrap it up, th- this this radio show is is heard on, on five over-the-air stations in South Carolina and Georgia, and it's heard on four Internet-only stations, uh, one based in in Los Angeles, a brand new affiliate just joining us this week based in Hawaii, one based in Paisley, Scotland. So we've got a national and an international audience. If someone listening to this feels the tug on their heart that says our area needs a crusade, our area needs a spiritual awakening, and they're interested in talking with you and your team, how do they go about contacting you? Well, they can call our toll-free phone number, which is 1-866-THE-LETTER-I, and the words GOTEL, 1-866-I-GOTEL, or just go to our website, gotelcrusades.com, and all the information about inquiring about a future uh, evangelistic campaign in their area uh, is on our website, and we'll be glad to talk to anybody. Uh, about a future evangelistic campaign in their region. Uh, oftentimes, we'll go into these areas that have interest, Dan, and have what's called a checkout meeting. It can be over lunch, it can be over dinner, it can be in the back room of a restaurant. But uh, spiritual leaders come to the table. We even pay for the meal. We just ask you to get the, the movers and shakers of your area to the table that would have a heart for an outreach event like this and we'll come in and cast a vision and 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 pass out materials we'll show a video of course have q a oftentimes we'll bring in uh leaders from past crusade towns to come in and get to give a testimony of what god did uh in their evangelistic campaign so anybody who's listening dan that has an interest in a future campaign in their area they can just go to gotelcrusades.com or call our toll-free number, and all that information is right there on our website. 
we will tell you again how you can get in touch with his organization. And I do want to remind you one thing we did not mention in the interview. This crusade, as with all of his crusades, 100% free of charge. No admission to get in. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and I'll have a few final thoughts to wrap up this week's edition of The Dan Scott Show right after this. Is there someone in your life who's been a spiritual mentor, an influence so great that you'd love to find a way to honor them? For a gift of $200 or more to Grand Slam Ministries, you can dedicate a segment of The Dan Scott Show to that special person. Honor someone who's currently in your life or remember the legacy of a loved one who's passed. Make your gift online at GrandSlamMinistries.org and we'll send you an information form which will allow you to tell us all about this special person, how and why they were a spiritual influence, their favorite Bible verse, and anything else you want to share. In doing so, you'll be covering our costs for one week's production helping ensure the Dan Scott Show stays on the air and continues to share stories of loved ones like yours. And you'll get your own copy of the program in which your loved one's story airs, either by MP3 or CD. Won't you help the legacy of your spiritual mentor reach others with your gift of $200 or more today? Do so online at GrandSlamMinistries.org. That's GrandSlamMinistries.org. Every day there are children who leave school on Friday and eat little, and sometimes nothing, until they come back to school on Monday. It happens in every community, including yours. Many of these children live in circumstances that deprive them of basic needs necessary for a quality life. At Grand Slam Ministries, we want to change that. We want to invest in our children, giving them hope for the future. That investment includes necessities such as food, clothing, school supplies, and a safe environment to play, to study, to live. Please visit our website, GrandSlamMinistries.org, to find out more about our ministry and how you can help. We're just getting started. Will you come alongside us for the children's sake? Again, that's GrandSlamMinistries.org. Follow us on social media. Search Grand Slam Ministries on Facebook and Grand Slam for God on Twitter. And don't forget Dan's personal and public figure sites on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You're listening to The Dan Scott Show, presented by Grand Slam Ministries. Back to put a wrap on this week's edition of The Dan Scott Show. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Rick Gage. That website again is gotellcrusades.com if you have any questions about the organization. And uh, again, here in the upstate of South Carolina, in the city of Liberty, April 30th through May 3rd, 2023, uh, 7 o'clock each night. And uh, there's a Facebook page, Tri-County Gotell Crusade. You can check that out as well. You know, on the uh, the back of the free admission ticket that they have, there, there's something that I, I wanted to share a few thoughts about this morning. It says, sooner or later, everyone will ask, why am I here? What is the purpose of life? And what happens when I die? 
And if you're asking yourself those questions, that's a good thing because you're, you're searching for answers. I would encourage you to get into the Bible and search out the answers to those questions and, and let God speak to you through his word or, or go find uh, a pastor you can trust or a, a Christian friend that you can trust and, and start investigating those questions. Heck, email us here, dan at danscottshow.org. Uh, we would love to, to have some conversations with you about why am I here, what is the purpose of life, and what happens when I die. Because sooner or later, we're all going to have to face those questions. And the sooner you get the answers and apply those answers to your life, and there's really only one answer, and that's Jesus Christ, uh, the better off you're going to be. Um. I'm a big fan of Billy Graham. I have listened to hundreds and hundreds of his messages off of his website and now, of course, the Billy Graham channel on Sirius XM. And the thing that captivated me when I first really got into listening to those messages going back to about 2014, almost 10 years ago, was that whether... It was the 1949 tent crusade in Los Angeles that kind of blew him up nationally or whether it was one of the final crusades he did in the early 2000s or the television special he did at age 93 in 2013, I believe. The message never changed. It was the cross and Jesus Christ for six, almost seven full decades. That's what he preached. When you go to this crusade, if you do in your area, in this area, that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear the cross and Jesus Christ proclaimed. And if the church that you're going to does not preach that, then I would suggest that you look elsewhere because there is no salvation any other way than through Jesus Christ. The Bible is very specific about that. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to, to the Father except through me. Now, you don't have to believe that. God's given us free will. You can accept it or reject it, but I hope you will with at least, if you're not a Christian, with an open mind, explore it. And we would love to talk with you, people, and Rick's organization would love to talk with you. All you have to do is reach out, and someone is going to lovingly listen to any questions you have, any objections that you have. And along that note, I just want to encourage you that we need to hear your feedback on this program. I know from talking to the people who are running the radio stations that they are hearing from you that, for the most part, you seem to be enjoying it. But we would love to hear some of that feedback directly. So I just want to remind you, the email address, dan at danscottshow.org. On Facebook, Grand Slam Ministries is a page. And Dan Scott is is a public figure page. It's a, a Christian page that I have, along with my personal page. On Twitter... My personal Twitter handle is Dan Scott Show, 
and Grand Slam Ministries is Grand Slam for God. So there are multiple ways you can reach out to us, and we have a telephone number. Area code 864-788-9596, 864-788-9596. Whatever is on your mind, whatever is on your heart, if you like what you're hearing, if you hate what you're hearing, if you want information about how you can support us, if you just need somebody to talk to, reach out to us, and we'd be glad to answer any questions that you might have regardless of what they are. And I'll tell you this, I don't know everything. If I don't know the answer, I'll find somebody who does. Because there are a lot of people who know a lot more about this than I do. But I know one thing, that my life changed on June 10th of 2012 when I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And I've not been the same since. It's the best decision that I've ever made. So reach out to us. We'd love to talk with you. And we need to hear your feedback. We need to hear that you're paying attention to what's going on on our now nine affiliates with the addition of Kau Radio in Hawaii this week. Just want to remind you that coming up in the next few weeks, we have some incredible guests. John Finch has put together a, a movie called The Father Effect. You know, we're about mentorship and what a father means uh, in the home. We're going to have him on with us in the not-too-distant future. Jason Romano, who left ESPN so he can more freely share the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is with an organization now called Sports Spectrum, doing what I'm doing on a, a wide, wide basis on the Internet and through a magazine. Darren Gray, who is one of the linchpins for All Pro Dad, is going to be with us. Dennis Sarfate, a former Major League Baseball pitcher who has made stamping on abortion his life's uh, mission now. Just an incredible array of guests coming up, and we hope that you're going to enjoy those. That's it for this week's show. Looking forward to being back with you again next time. Until then, I'm Dan Scott, as always, saying God bless you and so long, everybody. <music>